This week on Reliving the Extreme, we are discussing the episode of ECW from May the 3rd, 1994. I am joined, of course, by my brother Aaron. I'm Nate Maxson, by the way, for anybody that gives a shit. I am joined by my brother Aaron. Hello, everybody. And Chad Firestick Austin here. (laughs) Well, let's get right out of the way. Archie Mitchell gives a shit about you. (laughs) All right? I mean, if we got to get him in the show, we might as well just... If you're worried about who gives a shit about you, we all know that Archie Mitchell gives a shit about you. <laughs> Thank you, Archie. That Archie Mitchell money if it wasn't for Nate Maxson. Nope, nope. <laughs> well, everybody, like I said this week, May 3rd, 94 is the episode where we're watching of ECW. However... Oh, shit. May 3rd, before, 94? Yes. Before we get into that, I actually... Uh, anybody that ever has a question, as we say every week, you can email us. Reliving the extreme at gmail.com. And I actually got a question for Chad this week. Let me bring it up. One of our listeners, his name was also Chad. Isn't that ironic? He says, Chad, you have mentioned a few times on the show working the indies outside ECW. Who were some of the guys you worked with frequently and would we know them? I'm assuming he's talking about during this time frame. 94, you say? Yeah. Yeah, early, yeah, mid 90s. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I worked um. Uh, I got to work with Stevie Richards a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and well, I, I, I got to work with Raven a bunch of times, not like consecutively, like it wouldn't be like, um, if we had a Friday, Saturday, Sunday or Thursday, Friday, Saturday, sometimes I would work with him like them days, but it, so it might be like once like Thursday, I'll work with him at one night and then it might work, not work to him with Saturday. Mm-hmm. But I think the most people, the most times I ever worked one particular person was King Kong Bundy. <laughs> I, I, I swear to God, I think I worked him for three weeks, like four days a week in a row. Like it was one of them deals where the Maryland promoter had just uh, a slew of bought shows from like all these schools in Maryland. Like it was like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, sometimes twice on a, a Saturday or Sunday. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, but I, I think I worked King Kong Bundy. Uh, I, I would guess I would have to say about 30 times probably. <laughs> and you went over about half of it? Went over what? His back? His, no, uh, like the match. Like how many oh. times did you beat him? <laughs> I, I think it was once. I think it was the first time we went out there, and after he started calling me Skeeter ever since, <laughs> then I kind of realized my role. I was like, why you call me Skeeter? And he's like, because you hit like a mosquito. And I'm oh. Well, you broke my fucking sofa. <laughs> what the fuck? 
So the you, I know you mentioned a couple of weeks ago regretting not being at the show that Arn Anderson and Bobby Eaton showed up on. So that 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 night you were probably working Bundy. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> um, there's either, there's a good chance that I either worked Bundy or I did something with um uh Salvatore Sincere because that's like we're in November, right? This is what we're we're watching, right? May. Oh, May. Fuck. Mm-hmm. I know. Well, fuck. We're currently. No, I probably just thought it, I probably just could have not showed up because, <laughs> <laughs> like, around here, like that's May, like going down the ocean tourist weather. So I, I may have just took a you know took a vacation and, and just because th- there was a time where um, when I worked Benoit Sabu and then turned heel, I didn't even know that I was booked. And I drove down my buddy's house that lives down the ocean, down Ocean City. Mm-hmm. And I'm down there. And my mom calls me and she's like, there's some guy calling the house all hysterical. His name is Paul. And he's saying, you're supposed to be in Philadelphia. And I had to drive from, well, luckily for me, I was closer to Philadelphia than I would have been if I was home. Because mm-hmm. I was in um, Ocean City, Maryland, which was, all I had to do was take some back street, you know. Right. Right up through Delaware. The, the the show that we're reviewing here opens up with uh nine one one against Mikey Whipwreck and Stan Carson. Question, Aaron, remember they finally, they finally named him. Okay, yes. I was gonna ask you, is this the same dude? That's the, the same, same guy that was getting the shit kicked out of him by the by the Bruce Brothers for like two weeks and what, <laughs> what his name was. And I'm like, he's the fucking, he looks like a pedophile with the big mullet and the mustache. And it's actually in my notes. I was like, they finally fucking named this guy. <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny you say that because I thought the guy looked familiar. And I'm thinking like, is that the guy that we couldn't figure out what his name was? Yeah. <laughs> like, he was getting Carson. beat up? Yeah, that's, took a beat, not man. Really- that's the guy we a few weeks ago. Sorry, Stan. We had you do the suicide gimmick on the show. Apologize for that, but that was uh, that was that. But yeah, I was wondering when I was watching. I was like, "Is this the same dude?" Because the last time the lighting wasn't as good, so oh, you know, it, I recognize him immediately. The uh, the match of course consists of nine one one hitting Mikey and Stan with a bunch of choke slams. Paulie dangerously well, going to do Hurricane Ranas. <laughs> Frog splash. Could you see? Could you see all that leather fringe flying around as he, as he leaps off the top rope to do a hurricane rana? And and the look on the guy's face, like the, when nine one one slams him and says, "Hurricane rana from the top, bro." I'm pretty and, sure. And the, guy, <laughs> and the guy gets up and he turns around and he's selling and then he's looking and he sees his big six foot nine whatever mf'er on the top rope. And he's gonna try to jump off and give him a hurricane, hurricane rana. Oh, I'm pretty sure if nine one one attempted a hurricane rana, they'd probably be calling nine one one four nine one one. Yeah, yeah, I, it, it, yeah. That would not that would not end well. Yeah, uh, I'll tell you what's not going to end well is this goddamn fucking fire stick. This is going to be. You, you might hear this on the fucking show that you might hear the window open and this thing going out the fucking goddamn window because. I just Chad put is, batteries in the remote control. Chad is having fun with technology as we record this evening here on Reliving the Extreme. Aaron, anything on this segment? Anything more to add? Not really. I think it's kind of stupid that 
we get a nine one one match followed up with a hype video about nine one one. Yeah, that's what, that's what I wrote here. The entire opening video of the show is also just two minutes of nine one one choke slamming people. <clears throat> the entire video, I mean, but but like, there's other things in here. But I did. Um, what what was the original song they played for that like video? I. I, I I'm kind of I'm kind of good with remembering what songs they played for promos, like videos and stuff like that. But the but, but could that have been Jackal? Like um oh god, it, not the lumberjack song, but the other one. Possibly. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Po- possibly. I don't I don't know because I I don't know I don't know if I've ever seen the broadcast that's not on the WWE network of this earlier stuff, to be honest with you. I think most of what I've seen is WWE's versions of it myself. Well, I'm never going to see anything on this goddamn TV over here. (laughs) Anyway, good thing I was downstairs when I watched this ECW. Well, Jesus, I wish I would have had audio video troubles downstairs during watching this show. (laughs) Well, during they had enough audio video issues as it was. Well, during the, um, at the opening video, the, during the nine one one hype, I uh, counted how many times Chad is the one that got choke slammed. Oh, dude! The, what'd you get for a definitive? Seven. Oh, I think I got nine. You got nine? I might, I might have looked, I might have looked down or something. But I, I <laughs> did that count when I was wearing my shirt? Yes. Okay. I, mean, I thought maybe you may have missed one or two. Because there was uh, a couple, your, like I saw your, your your Woodstock from the Peanuts haircut, and I'm like, okay, that's Chad. So, <laughs> <laughs> yep, up, down, end the story. <laughs> I saw seven. You said nine. You were there, so I'll say I'll I'll say it was nine. Yeah, I mean, he would he would choke slam me until he got blown up, which was usually after the second one. He would do the second one, and the first one would be great. He, I, I've told you this. He puts it down perfectly. Second one, be okay. Then all of a sudden, he would get blown up. And then it, he would do one more. And then the crowd would yell one more. And then he'd pick you up. And look, uh, look at what he did to look like Mikey and all Mikey's like little bed buddies. Yeah, this, <laughs> the, the, well, that's what I, I actually have on this on this segment here. Like there's a couple because he chokeslams these guys, what, a total of about six or seven times. And there's one where he picks that Carson dude up and like he doesn't go with him or anything. He just picks him up and then he just drops him. Like he does that guy just free falls from nine one one's hand. It's not even a choke slam, it's just a drop. It, it it's pretty sad when um I knew I knew damn well that I was a better worker than nine one one. Right? I knew I was. Going into that match, I knew I could work out. I could work better than nine one one. But that wasn't my role. That wasn't my right. deal. I was there to go in, go up, go down, go to sleep. Thanks for coming. You know, wait at the end of the night for your seventy-five hour check. That, that uh, that's what I knew. Yeah. It, it, but some some of them guys, man, because nine one one gave me so many choke slams that he knew to take it easy on me <laughs> because he, he knew I was going to be taking it again and again. You know, like down the line. Or I could have easily have said, Paul, I don't want to do this. I'm not doing this anymore. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it, it's just, yeah, ECW is just a weird, a whole entire weird thing, man. I, I wish I could explain it to you guys, but it's been so long, and I was too young to even know, like, even know what to do. 
know, what do you you want me to do here? You know what I'm saying? I'm going out there and get my brains beat in. (laughs) And nobody's telling these guys any different. (laughs) Nobody said don't hurt them. Like, I I never once heard, hey, hack, take care of them. You heard, take care of them. (laughs) Did you you get to? Somebody yelling after after the match. Did you get to know 911, like, as a dude? Like, did did you guys, you know, have any? Any friendship or anything of that uh, yeah. nature? I, 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 yeah, I got. I mean, a, a little bit. Not a, not a. You know, we weren't exchanging mm-hmm. Christmas cards, right? Um, yeah, I never washed his car or anything. <laughs> and uh, but I mean, like when we would see each other, I mean, how could you not? But you know, the funny thing was, was I knew that he was a jabroni. You know, um, mm-hmm. I knew that that's all he had was ECW. You know, he may have worked right. some fucking. Uh, Mickey Mickey Mouse operation, um, you know, independence in New York, but I had been everywhere. So, you know, it wasn't like I was like thinking like, oh man, I need to hitch my, my um, wagon to this star because <laughs> uh, me and 911, we're going to go places. This big, man, this, on the road. <laughs> this big man and his tassels are going places. Yeah. Hitch my wagon to yeah. this jalopy. <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait for him to choke slam me in Charleston. Fucking hooky. <laughs> is that what you're is that what you're calling 911? Uh, yeah. In pro wrestling terms, 911's a hoopty. After the second choke slam is tailpipe's dragon, man. <laughs> Dude, he yeah, he, he he's like he's like Kramer's car, that big ass like four-door car that takes up like four parking spots and gets like six miles to the gallon that, that's what 911 is because you know he's like all right i'll give you a choke slam and then the crowd yells one more one more and he's like i don't want to do one I, if i do one more then i can't do another one for a week i, I won't be able to do another one we now go to joey and the, going to joey and the eagle's nest well, oh, there's oh. um there's a there's more than just 911 in this hype video they also show clips of of Arn and Sabu versus uh, Arn and Funk and uh, Eaton and Sabu, Tommy Cairo and Peaches versus Woman and Sandman. They hype uh, Hawk and Douglas. They hype um, the Public Enemy and the Bruce Brothers. And then, like, at the end of it, they just show um, Chad again uh, <laughs> and ending the career of Johnny Hotbody. Well, man. He they he must have had pictures of somebody. Yeah, like he must have he must have knew something, and they must have squashed that, and then they just moved on because, yeah, they they show me killing him all the time. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, I don't even know what to tell you about that one. They just love showing that. Well, I mean, in in my in my defense, that was a pretty cool dive. Oh, it was. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, like hey, well, like they, they're like, oh, we need this video to be uh, twenty seconds more. Longer. Let's just show Chad killing Johnny Hotbody. I, I I can't believe for the life of me that I, that I did it. I honestly can't. When I when I'm standing up there and then I didn't realize how tall that, that ring was and how high up I was and I agreed to do it and I'm just thinking I have to do this. That's just like when I was working for Jerry Springer show and I knew that I had to sleep with that midget. I have to. <laughs> no, do this. I just no going back. There's, there's no reverse. You're up here looking at that little munchkin and being like, "I hope he can catch me." Oh yeah, he caught me. All right, I, 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 geez, oh whiz. Joey, oh, we got some. We oh. got some. 
<laughs> we got some classic stars on on this show today. <laughs> well, Joey is. Oh, there, uh, there's a there's a match that I just can't wait to get into. Joey's recapping the Sandman Sandman Tommy Cairo feud or what have you again. Oh. We're <laughs> we're showing all of this again. Um, and then there is a uh, a promo from the Sandman because we're going to see the match from April the sixteenth that we've already seen the finish of. What well, last week I think, yeah, or, or the week before. But they're going to show us the whole match here from the sixteenth of Tommy Cairo versus the Sandman. Sandman has a uh, a promo before. Uh, he <laughs> he says Todd Gordon's one of his customers. Yeah, and I believe promo. him. <laughs> oh yeah, it, it it's kind of like it, they it kind of goes hand in hand. Todd's probably one of his customers, and when Sandman needs money for booze or drugs, he, he pawns some of his jewelry at Todd's store. <laughs> so they're they probably work hand in hand. It's a circle of life. They're like they're like a human centipede, <laughs> feeding each other. Who's the ass? Can you hear right, the dog barking get... outside? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That, that was me th- opening the window and throwing the fire stick out the fucking window. And across the alleyways. Alvita Zane fire stick. <laughs> nice to know you. <laughs> yeah, that, that's enough. Well, we get to watch the whole match here between the Sandman and Tommy Cairo, um, which, as I said, we saw the finish of it already last week with the, the slow count from Sal Balomo and et cetera, et cetera. Um, what, what did you think of the match? Overall, guys, watching it from beginning to end at this point. It was pretty basic. I mean, they didn't do anything. The match wasn't bad. Yeah, I mean, they didn't do anything offensive or anything like that. It was it was just a, a basic match. Oh, I, 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 I didn't think the match was bad at all. And, and mm-hmm. Sal is the... <laughs> and is this the match where, where a woman got involved with, with Peaches? Yeah. Yes. Or what, what, is that when she, like, pulled her down? Off the, but I mean, yeah. you know, they had like their little thing. All right, yeah, yeah, and they good. They God, did this woman that was so hot. Yeah, well, that's that's what I was gonna say. I have to mention that during the we're about to get a, a Tommy Cairo Peaches promo. Tommy even says it. He says, "Oh, you got a nice house, Sandman." He's talking about he's hanging out with Peaches and living in Sandman's house and banging his wife. Like, if you listen to this promo, okay, mm-hmm. Sandman and Peaches are the heel. They're the heels. Like, this guy's fucking this guy's wife, not paying him for it, <laughs> living in his fucking house. Like, Tommy Cairo's the prick in this situation. <laughs> yeah, what, he owes him a hundred bucks? No, actually, like, he wait, said... Wait, what did it say? How many times... How many times did Sandman say that he, he he accused Tommy of banging peaches that it only equaled, like, a hundred bucks? No, that's not even what he said. He said that you're living in my house, you're watching my cable. He said you're lifting my weights, which is funny, like Sandman wants us to believe that he lifts weights. But And then he's like, you've racked up thousands and thousands of dollars. He's like, we don't have to have this match. We'll call it even, just give me a hundred bucks. So he says, he's like, just give me a hundred bucks. And we'll just end it. For peaches? Yeah, for peaches. He's like, you're using my house, you're watching my cable. Just give me a hundred bucks. Well, I'm not even it. sure you could have gave me a hundred bucks to haul her away. <laughs> if somebody would have said, "Hey, you want to bang my wife?" and I just said, "No," <laughs> and they would have just said, "Like, well, is there any chance you could take her to the dump? Uh, <laughs> how much do you got?" It's like, if you drink, a hundred bucks would have done that. 
If you drink 12 beers and squint a little bit, she kind of looks like Tammy. Like, nah, I'm good. Jesus. If I drink, if I, if I drink 12 beers, I hope she has a good-looking friend. <laughs> it turns out it's just Tommy Cairo. I don't think I have enough beers. <laughs> well, Tommy Cairo don't seem to mind with his, with his dumb-looking tooth missing. <laughs> and his car jacket. <laughs> like, why, why? Yeah. Like just because you work, because you're you flag traffic during the day, and 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 you're directing you know people around potholes and stuff. You don't have to bring your work to your other job. Like I can't believe he wasn't he wasn't wearing. I can't believe he wasn't wearing a reflective vest. I was just about to say it. Or he's probably got a reflective vest under the cart. Yeah, like like that's that's one of my that's one of my things is. As I, I make a big deal about with Jess is that I tell her that anybody who has a reflective vest, I respect. I mean, they their job's important. So one day, I was out somewhere, and some some people that were doing some work on a construction site were like having lunch, and I just just so happened to walk, you know, kind of walk up there, and he took his vest off, and I kind of picked it up, and I brought it home <laughs> because. <laughs> I wanted, you know, in order to be the man of the house, you got to look the part. So I put that reflective vest on. And, and when I do, Jess knows that I'm serious. She knows that I mean business. Like, and then, you know, I, 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 go, I go back upstairs and I go into the closet and I look for my Caribbean print um, wrestling outfit. I put the trunks on. Then I put that um, reflective vest on. She knows she's not going to win. That fight's over before it began. You will follow my direction. You have no choice. That's right. Yeah, you, you're, going, you're going this away. This away. <laughs> Come on. He starts talking back. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you see the sign? Like, like, not only do I take pizzas out of ovens with this sign, I also tell you when to go and stop. Can't you see we're working over here? <laughs> It, doesn't it look like one of those things you see at a pizzeria that they shove pizzas in with? Yeah. <laughs> like the, the other side of it says stop. The gigantic spatula. What, <laughs> one of the yeah, things speak, that I... Speaking of that, oh, speaking of that, we can talk about this after the show, but yeah, this job that I got, it ain't going to happen. It ain't going to last long. <laughs> and, and believe me, when I get fired, I'm going to make it a good one. I, I'm, going, I'm going out on top on this one. <laughs> Because <laughs> Jess knows damn well I don't need this fucking job. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't need this nonsense. You're gonna walk and, in on your last day. You're gonna walk that. in on your last day with your reflective vest on, <laughs> meaning you mean business. Oh yeah, I'm the boss now. I'm gonna put the reflective je- reflective vest on over top of my Riviera jacket. <laughs> then, then they're gonna know that I'm serious. Like, dude. I went to Japan for this reflective vest. This is um, this is going to be some serious stuff. But yeah, wait till it, just keep the just keep Archie Mitchell updated. That this is going to be an epic story of when I decide that I'm going to get rid of I'm going to get um fired from this job. It's going to be all, a doozy. We're all looking forward to it. <laughs> Speaking of doozy, peaches. Oh, yeah. so am I. Peaches in this promo has the audacity. To say that woman has a fat, ugly cellulite can. I don't know why she gotta make fun of her fucking bathroom. <laughs> I mean, what does that what does that mean? Her fat, ugly, 
She said says woman she, has this? Yeah, yeah. Peaches she says that woman has a fat. Go ahead, Aaron. Peaches is trying to say that woman is unattractive compared to Peaches and that she's fat and nasty. Good Lord. Somebody needs to go see the optometrist. Yeah. And Cairo uh, tries to show, when, and, and Cairo's kind of dumb in this too because he tries to show how impressive the stick is, like how dangerous it is, and he hits the he hits the brick thing with it like twice, and then it snaps in half. Yeah, yeah I, I was well, I, I was like, okay, that was great. <laughs> so you're gonna break? You're gonna, why don't you just hit him with a chopstick? Yeah, because like, <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the first time you beat it on a on a brick thing, I think. Breaks apart. Yeah. So like, oh, this is what I'm gonna a, do to I you. I thought it was a Singapore cane match, not a Bosslewood cane match. <laughs> Jesus. <Stupid> shit. <laughs> the chopstick cane match. Yeah. These two are like that couple you meet at the bar. That's like, just like, uh, these two need to go away. Stop trying to take people home with you, you freaks. I think we're that couple, me and Jess. <laughs> I think people. I think when we go when we go out, people are always happy to see me, and they wonder why I keep taking her out. And then after a while, they just wondering, "Are you guys leaving soon?" And then when we leave, you know, we get outside, you hear a big pop, and you and then you think that it's because somebody played air supply, <laughs> but then you realize it's because you left. I, I <laughs> Chad don't, took. I, I don't. Chad finally took his reflective vest and went the fuck home. <laughs> yeah, he's he, he, he's gone. <laughs> Well, after I don't think this, my nine dollars is keeping them afloat. <laughs> after this whole deal with Peaches and Tommy, we get Ray Odyssey, Surfer Ray Odyssey, in action against uh, Eric Anderson. Yeah, it's, um, cos- it's cosplay Sandman versus Scoot Andrews Senior. Oh, I don't have no idea. I, I I have a question mark of whoever this guy is. Scoot Andrews Senior. That's that's it's a deep Scoot cut. Andrews, yeah. I like it. <laughs> no, it's not Scoot Andrews's dad. It looks like it. How do you know? Just saying. I don't know for sure. I work Scoot. Like he's like younger than Scoot <laughs> I have no idea. But there wasn't there wasn't much to write about this match, so I kind of just kind of wrote like whatever, and was kind of um, I was kind of beaming on because the pit bull was getting ready to cut a promo, and I wasn't going to mm. miss this. <laughs> Well, yeah, essentially during this match, Joey just hypes when worlds collide, talks about the card coming up. I did write down during this match, Ray Odyssey's drop kicks are solid. And um No, this is good. Yeah, I mean he I like, what, I like Ray Odyssey. The only thing is he doesn't know what to do with his arms <clears throat> like when they introduce him and stuff, like like or when he's trying to like get the crowd into it. He doesn't know how to he doesn't know how to like <laughs> like when they introduce him, he just does like this weird thing with he's his arms. Kinda kind of stiff. Yeah, like I don't know if his suit was too tight or what, but <laughs> he didn't know what to do. And Eric Anderson, he looked like every black dad from the black '90s sitcoms. <laughs> like Uncle this dude Phil. was definitely this dude was definitely hanging with Mister Cooper. That's all I can say. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I have no idea what to say about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> other than I, I, I can't get over. Um, if we're getting ready to talk about what the Taz match next, yes, sir. I, I mean, the most original wrestling name you could possibly have, not Ta- Taz, but Johnny Blaze. Johnny, Johnny Blaze. Blaze, and he does not. I mean, look like if, they, 
if that if that one if that guy Johnny Blaze wrote a book and and did the research on every other Johnny Blaze that ever wrestled in the world, he would seem like a mega star, wouldn't he? Like he'd been everywhere. He worked for yeah. everybody. Everybody <laughs> had a Johnny Blaze. Yeah, well, that wasn't so good for that Johnny Blaze. Not not for this guy. No. No, it didn't work. It didn't end too well for him. The Pitbull is going to do commentary with Joey on this match. He says well, he's, he's studying. Try. He's going to try to do commentary. Yeah, good 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 call. Good call. <laughs> but he says he's studying. I'm studying, Joey. Um Taz just beats the fuck out of this Johnny Blaze kid. Um Puts him through a table. Yeah, I, like this guy, this Johnny Blaze guy in this match took more hardcore spots than some main event hardcore matches that I've seen. <laughs> yeah, he, he took a pretty good one. That, <laughs> um, that that to me seems like right around the time where um, Paul was really getting into Taz's head. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, not not in a bad way at all, but being like, hey. You know, be more aggressive, you know. Be vicious. Yeah, be vicious. Because he was, I mean, he was. This I wrote down, <clears throat> beyond the funniness of it being a Johnny Blaze, a Johnny Blaze, or the the annoyingness of Pitbull's commentary, the match itself was a great squash for Taz. I mean, he looked, he looked fucking vicious. He looked really good here. Um, and I'm sure... I'm sure Johnny Blaze was selling whether he wanted to or not, if you know what I mean. Yeah, that, yeah he didn't have to. He didn't have to pretend. <laughs> yeah, that, that wasn't like, sell or I'll make you sell. I don't want to say anything like bad about the guy either, but it was probably also Taz feeling kind of happy to not have to be with, with Kevin Sullivan anymore. You know, just to be like, hey, maybe I can finally, finally kind of get out here. And I'm on my own, yeah. I'm on my own. I'm going to show what I can do without happened to be fucking Sullivan's little stooge or whatever. Brother. That's right, brother. brother. Has a job, Rune. <laughs> I ain't no stooge. I'm an Oompa Loompa. I'm gonna show you, brother. Dude, and then you get, then you, right, right after this, you get stupid Jason. A Jason interview. <laughs> and and I, I'm I'm thinking, is he speaking carny? Yeah, I think he was starting to pretend he was speaking, speaking French, but he was... He was, I th- that's what I thought. I thought he was like doing, like you said, like speaking carny, like Basizu and all this shit. So, <laughs> you're yeah, not speaking French, like, fucking retard. I, I could have swore I heard him say, for shizzle, my nizzle. <laughs> like, is he cutting? Yeah. Fucking, is, he, is he stealing JT's promo? Like, what's going on? Oh, here? oh, no. <laughs> for shizzle, my nizzle. But baby, man, be how'd you like some basuzzi? My dog be lick for you, but dog be's balls. But <laughs> all right, the uh, the <laughs> he, said, he said, All right, all right, all right. <laughs> that's the name of the show. This week. Uh, are we, are we right. trying to get, are we trying to get some semblance of order here? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> the name of the show is dot dot dot. All right, all right. <laughs> Ball <of> me. <laughs> the before we get into that Jason promo that we've already started on, what was that weird shit going on with Taz biting dude's foot after the match? I I, I kind of glossed over that, but I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Did you notice that? Ah, maybe he's trying to act like a pit bull. <laughs> yeah, but that was that was short lived, right? I, I mean, that didn't go on again, right? I don't think so. It was weird anyway. I'm glad it didn't. Well, there's a lot about Taz right at this period that 
you didn't see anymore. Because mm-hmm. we're not too far removed from not not the Taz that we all know, but you start seeing some subtleties in Taz, right? Yeah. Because he has he has no leader. There's no more Kevin Sullivan, correct? He's by himself. Yeah, there's no more mouthpiece. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, you start seeing more and more of him having to take it, the initiation and doing his own shit. So, yeah, I start. I I think this is when we're starting to see the... the, the I can't stop laughing. Um, <laughs> I think this is when we start seeing the evolution of Taz. Good night. <laughs> Good night. This, this, this promo with Jason and Taz is... I mean, Jason at his worst. I don't know whose turn it is to pick the ham bone, but he gets ham bone again this week, right? He's got to. <laughs> Jason? Yeah. Well, actually, I, he calls Taz an illiterate monkey boy, so. <laughs> yeah, he is a monkey boy. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he says, I, I, if he called him a monkey boy, and then it was so noticeable that I wrote it down, then monkey boy <laughs> is, uh, is the name monkey boy. He also he also says monkey boy. He also says you illiterate thing. Yeah, actually, <laughs> he kind of popped me like twice on this. So I don't think Jason's the ham bone because he fucking made me laugh twice calling him a fucking monkey boy, lip <laughs> and a lit and illiterate thing. So yeah, I think Jason gets a pass this week. <laughs> who who is picking the ham bone? Don't tell me it's me. Aaron can pick the ham bone. Hello. Oh, I guess. Aaron. Well, I mean, yeah. speaking of hand bones, okay. we got we got Maddie now. Yes, yes, we do. Um, after the um, after the whole deal with Jason with uh, Taz frothing at the mouth here, and <laughs> what spitting the froth into Jason's eyes is that that what I was to gather here, Aaron? Yeah, and he bit his cheek like he ate him. Yes, because he's an illiterate monkey boy. Yeah, I, yeah that's bad. It's just it's just bad. Kind of, kind of just hurry up, get this. Um, what do you think, guys? You think this was kind of like hurry up, just get this phase of like Taz over with? You know, let's take it as far as we can and just just get rid of it. I mean, it, you have it, it to seemed be. like it started getting more. It seemed like it started getting more and more extreme towards the end before it became Taz. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, and you know, we had managers. He couldn't talk. He did all this nonsense, but then he then it, they stripped him of everything until the point where it was like, okay, now we're going to strip you of everything until we can make you Taz. You know? Yeah. Well, and his his gimmick is in the ring very very effective. Like I said during the match earlier, but then here you've got like him and Pitbull grunting at each other and. He's frothing at the mouth, and it's just—I mean—it's all very goofy. I think I don't know—I don't know what they're going for, but it's not impressive. It's goofy. <laughs> it's not impressive. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to buy a used car from either one of them guys. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, that's not happening. Yeah, I don't know. Pitbull. I mean, I'd never been sold on Pitbull. I never thought he was good. I always thought Taz. I, I I always thought Taz had something. I just didn't know. Like it, it wasn't it wasn't for me to figure out what it wasn't. You know what I mean? Right. It wasn't for me to like say like, hey, if you could just do this, maybe you you know. So it wasn't like that where I could tell him that. But 
I always thought he had something, but for him to be shorter than my fucking stepdaughter didn't didn't help. <laughs> dude, yeah. he, 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 dude, he's he's so short. I don't. I'm not even going to start on the joke. But <laughs> yeah, Lawler said closed door. Lawler said he had the uh, what sweat socks taller than Taz on that Raw. The yes. W was on Raw. Yeah. <laughs> he also said that he looked much more impressive on the Lucky Charm box. Yes, he did. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's just. It, it it it's just a it's just a plethora of uh, beatings for the poor guy. <laughs> he's his littlest fan, Taz. And 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 he's. Uh, I don't want to say like he's universally liked. He kind of is, but for like every person that likes him, he hates two of the other ones. <laughs> so it's kind of like fifty fifty. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For as yeah. many people that like him, there's as many people that don't like him. As somebody and, that doesn't know, him, as somebody that doesn't know him, obviously, Taz's career. I'm more of a fan of Taz, like as a non wrestler, than I am as a wrestler. Like when he was in WWE and he was like commentating and shit. Like, like I'm, mm-hmm. that, that's how I feel about him. I think he's. I think he's. He never really like. I don't want to say impressed me in the ring or whatever, but I'm just much more of a. Fan of the personality of Taz, and I am the the per, like the in ring performer. It's kind of like he's got it's a it's gonna be maybe a dumb comparison, but it's kind of like Jesse Ventura, you know. Oof. Like I don't like Jesse Ventura in the ring at all. He's terrible. But you put a fucking headset on him and let him fucking just be his personality. It's fucking entertaining as shit. But I don't want Jesse Ventura in the ring. Terrible moved out of town. <laughs> Awful stepped in. Ridiculous lived down the street. Uh, <laughs> pathetic wasn't too far away. <laughs> I mean, just let him talk and he's great, you know. Yes. What I mean? And that's kind of how I feel about Taz. Mm-hmm. Oh, but Taz, Taz, oh, I, I, I gotta object to this. Taz was way better than Jesse Ventura. Well, I'm not saying he wasn't. I'm just, I'm just saying as a compare, like as a comparison of I. And I'm not saying that Taz was as bad as Ventura in the ring. I'm just saying as if I had to like compare it, I just would much rather Taz, like Taz is cutting promos and doing all that. It's like hell's yeah, but I'm, I might be off. Well, commentating no, com- commentating with Taz was the most entertaining Michael Cole ever was. Yeah. So and and the, and the cool thing about Taz was is that because we were friends, like me, him, and like Jeff, the judge. Like he didn't do it a lot, but every once in a while he would drop some name, like or say something that we would know. Like is a hey, you know, mm-hmm. Chad and Jeff will pop for this kind. Of, you know what I mean? Yeah, kind of thing. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure he even said Hambone before. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty that, sure he said Hambone a couple times, and that's so, that sounds he, like a, a word he would use to me. Yes, he he got he he would have gotten it from me or Jeff. That's where he would have gotten it from. All right, so Aaron, any final thoughts on the Pitbull Taz debacle here? Yeah, I, I mean. I liked it if they wouldn't have had like Taz like frothing. Like if it would have just been Taz got mad that he got a called a like an illiterate monkey boy or whatever, and, and he beat this guy down and bit his face. Right, that would have been fine. But the minute he comes up and he's like frothing at the mouth, it's like, eh, 
That's 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 hokey ass shit, in my opinion. And it wasn't even like it wasn't even like Alka Seltzer like froth. It was like they just shot him in the face with some fucking cool whip and said, "Shoot back up, buddy." They shot him in the face with cool whip. <laughs> that's the best. Like you know how they like. Have you ever seen the tape of when Onita like worked the uh, ICW and he? He he rolls out of the ring and he has to like get the the mist ready, and then somebody puts the cup of the the mist right on the corner of the ring apron, and you clearly see him walk around the ring apron, and he grabs the cup of mist. It's like Mistarine. <laughs> I have never seen like, that Mistarine. <laughs> yeah, like he 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 grabs it and then he he like gets back into the ring. And then the guy, uh, it had to have been Vic Steamboat, I'm, I'm assuming, and, and he comes running over, and um, and he spits it in his in his face. And I just said, you just saw him walk around the ring outside, grab the cup, like you know, it's like if you're going to a doctor, right? And they have like the the water little cup. spit cup, yeah, the little spit cup, yeah, yeah. Like you see somebody run up, set it up on the corner. And then you see Onita walk outside and pick it up. I'm like, that's the fucking mist. Like, I can buy it. Like, do I have to be 21 to buy? It? How much alcohol is in this mist? <laughs> Misterine. We didn't get like. a, We then get a promo from Terry Funk and Arn Anderson discussing when worlds collide. Of course, this is good stuff. I mean, I don't have a lot of notes on it other than it's a good promo. Obviously, look at the guys that are cutting the promo. Well, Arn does um, my Arn does one of my favorite Arn Andersonisms. I don't want to toot my own horn, but toot 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 toot. Lovely. <laughs> I think I think Arn looked as like physically probably the best he's looked in 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 his career. Mm-hmm. I thought he looked like he had a he didn't have any stress. Um, you know, and shape wise, he's always looks great. But he looked like he was just, he was happy to be there and he was just glad to be doing what he was doing. I mean, did you guys notice that? Like, he had yeah, that kind well, of glow about him. Like, I don't know. I don't know if, sorry, I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I, I've always no, thought right. that too. The, the, during the Dangerous Alliance run and then during this era, I always thought was when he really did look the best. And I don't know if it's because, I mean, what, were the horsemen not running like the horsemen anymore? And he just was getting more rest. You know what I mean? Like, was he, I mean that, you know, the party lifestyle takes its toll and, but yeah, definitely during the, during the days of science time, the, the early, early nineties, like right around here is what I agree with you. He looked the best he looked ever. Mm-hmm. That probably had something to do with it. That, that horseman shit wasn't going on anymore. It wasn't, and he wasn't even doing cowboy shit either. Then we get a promo from Pauly. We get a promo from Pauly and Bobby Eaton. Um, no, you get a promo Pauly. from Pauly. Bobby yeah, Eaton. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bobby Eaton, Bobby Eaton uh, is present. Um, good stuff here. Pauly talking about the Dangerous Alliance. They show they show photos from Pro Wrestling Illustrated and et cetera, et cetera, of the history of the Dangerous Alliance. What do you guys think of this? I mean, I'm just going to say it was really good. You know what I mean? Like You, you glossed over the line that Pauly said. About the daughters? Yeah, because Terry said, you know, you want to take my arm, you want to take my leg. And Paulie said, the only thing Bobby wants to take away from you, Terry, is your daughters. 
and he probably did. I don't know. I mean, it, it probably went over Paul's head because he said, save me, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, I be want your daughter was book. Paul had, Paul had no idea what Bobby was trying to say. He probably <laughs> thought he was trying to steal like his starter on his car or something. <laughs> like, I, I believe his daughters. No, your daughters. <laughs> 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 You fool! <laughs> and that, that would be like the best gimmick for the heel manager to turn Bobby Eaton babyface is that everything he says, the manager completely just makes it up differently. He can't understand what he's saying, so he just, yeah, he says yeah. something completely different. He said, you want my daughters or you want my starters? Yeah, that would be a great, that would be a great gimmick. Bobby Eaton's just, he's just timeless, man. It, it, it's funny to me that I can go downstairs <coughs> on any given day when Jess goes to work and I don't work till nights or whatever, whatever time it is. And I go on YouTube and I put in just whatever I want to watch. And there's a good chance I'll see a Bobby Eaton match, you mm-hmm. know, for any good. And it's always good. Well, I'm not going to say it's always good. I'm going to say that it's never bad because, you know, he was involved in some matches that were beyond his control so mm-hmm. you know what i mean some of them scaffold matches and some of them dog food matches and all the other stuff but yeah they were always they were always fine you know well, so i mean like like maybe the shit going on around him was trash but bobby what bobby was doing and it was good you know what i mean yeah i mean if you can if you can take Cornette's word for it i mean if you like Jim Cornette, then Bobby Eaton was is probably at the top one of the top five workers of all time. You know, I, I would guess Cornette would put him up there. Would you say? Oh yeah, yeah. Like for different um, reasons, of course. Not you know, mm-hmm. not if you strip it down to its core. That if you were going to make the top five greatest wrestlers of all time, but like if you were just quickly thinking about it, you might just throw Bobby Eaton in there, right? Right. Well, and I don't think that. I don't think that Cornette would say that just because he was good friends with Eaton either, because there's plenty of people that he's friends with that he doesn't, that he doesn't put over that hardcore. You know what I mean? So you don't put me over. Told me I suck. Now I want to ask you guys, if you have speaking, the, speaking, of, speaking of Cornette, by the way, just again at work, I said it again today. I was out there working and I was just, no. supposed to, I was just supposed to be out there helping somebody fix their area. And I made a suggestion and she was like, I don't know if I want to do that. And I literally said, hey, you're the one fucking the dog. I'm just holding its head. Oh. <laughs> and she was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> that, that, that's not what I thought you were going to say. But the, eventually this show is going to become just one big long show of us saying the same things over and over again. Like... Uh, like you're the one fucking the dog. I'm just holding his head. Um, <laughs> hat on a hat. Um, what's the what's our what's our favorite one, Nate? Hat on a hat. You're putting a hat, hat on a hat. hat. <laughs> like, my favorite one's the dog fucking one. That's great to me. I I I look for a, I look for a reason to say that every day. <laughs> like sometimes I go out of because Jess Jess thinks I don't know I don't even know what Jess thinks about me really. But we'll go out and I'll just, I'll purposely put myself in set in situations, you know, with, around people. Like, I'll just set it up like I'm on, like I'm on Seinfeld. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'll purposely say something or whatever. And then I'll just look for a reason to say, oh, you're just trying to put a hat on a hat. 
and then I, I get to see Jess's eyes just roll like, oh, good Lord. It's like, Moses, smell the roses. The great, and I've, and I've got to say it like twice at work, is when somebody falls into something, like a win that they didn't think they were going to get, and you get to go, well, well, look who won the pony. Yeah. When you know who won the pony. When you know who won the pony, this fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, wait, I mean, wait. isn't that like what our a whole entire life has become? <laughs> Just there is this, there right. is yes, there is this yes, there is this subsect of of humanity that we are a part of that. It's just, you know, like I say, I say stuff like the other day, some girl uh, put her two week notice in and I told my boss, I was like, well, uh, Becky put in her, she did the two week notice gimmick. And I, I and then he's like the two week notice gimmick. What, and you just, I don't know. You just talk like that. You know, you get, it starts bleeding into your, your everyday life. Oh yeah. I totally agree. Like Jess, Jess kind of, she conformed. I guess rather quickly because she realized that this is just the way that it is. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like she'll, if she ever, when she, if she ever went with me somewhere to a show or anywhere where I'm around the boys and then she hears us talking and then she's just kind of like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> I've you know? told it's, it's not, not like a- we're talking carny or anything for real. It's just that <laughs> like, we're just talking and it's like, just, like wrestling jargon to the point where mm-hmm. she's just like, all right, well, I guess he's all right. <laughs> it's just like something that we use between the three of us, but I've actually called like customers hand bones before. Like after I've been done dealing with them, I've come back and my boss has been like, how'd that go? I was like, that fucking hand bone up there <laughs> wanted me to return fucking an air mattress. And she's like, hand bone. I'm like, don't worry about it. Just, yeah, don't you hear that, Jess? Hambone has officially reached popular culture. <laughs> we made it. Aaron's using it. Aaron's using it on the on the streets. <laughs> like it's official. Hambone is over. <laughs> I don't. Um, yeah, Hambone has to be uh, taken to another level. We got we got a seat on a we got a seat on the marquee somewhere in New York City. <laughs> I don't know just, if you guys had the, the I don't know if you guys had the same problem I did. But literally, so if you if you got to see it, let me know. At the end of the show, what I saw, I saw Maddie say it's not over yet or something to that effect. And then my thing just cut off. I didn't see it wouldn't again I tried to go back and watch it. I could not watch the last part of the show. Did you have that problem? Was it Pitbull? I don't I don't know because I was it was just a Pitbull Jason promo that sucked. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Maybe they spared us. <laughs> yeah, they, they were like, he can't. He can't. He can't take any more today. So yeah, my my feed just. I don't know. It just. I didn't. It didn't let me watch it. So all right. Well, if that's all it was, I don't. I don't think I missed anything then. Well, you ain't missing out. So overall, what do we think about this show? Was it? Uh, was it a dog turd? Was it? We're getting there, man. We're yeah, getting there. I mean. I mean, you look at the card for when worlds collide. It looks like it's going to be a really good show. And and I, I think I said it on the the last show. Like when we get to this worlds collide pay per view or not pay per view, but super show or whatever, that's when it really starts kicking off. And we're just late, we're just building up to it. And as a hype show to get to that, I don't think it was terrible. But other than like 
the Jason thing with Taz biting him. My, my only thing is like nothing really happened on it, you know. Mm-hmm. But but there wasn't anything really that was just like I fucking regretted watching this show. Yeah, there there wasn't anything wrong with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. nothing it was, was that, nothing was exactly right with it, but there wasn't anything wrong with it. So it was just kind of like okay, well. it's getting us right, right, Aaron. It's getting us to like. We're building towards this show, and this is just one more brick, right? Yeah, it was just a status quo show, and it was what it was. Well, it, whatever the, whatever it was needs to get freaking better. Because, <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> I'm tired of it was what it was. We're going wanna... to start... We're gonna start picking up steam for sure here, because when worlds collide, if I remember, is is a really good show. We're about three months away from the NWA title tournament and the whole deal with Shane Douglas. So I mean, we're getting there. We're getting we're getting traction. We're getting close. Um, I know we've said that for a year now, but I'm just saying that's all fine. I mean, it's the good with the bad. Um, mm-hmm. how many years have we been waiting for a good raw? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like 10. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it debuted in '93, <laughs> and so what's that <laughs> like almost like 30 years? We're still waiting for a good one, really. What's the last good raw? What, what was the last time you went to bed at 11 o'clock and said, Wow, that was decent? Or, a, yeah, decent. I'll give you decent. <laughs> you know my favorite my my favorite year of that show is 1997. I love the Attitude Era stuff at the time, but I look back on it now. The Attitude Era doesn't have the luster for me that it did when I was living in it. No, but creatively, I, I creatively, 97 was probably the best year that TV show ever had. I think. Yeah, I don't know because I I watched it, but it wasn't my cup of tea. Hmm. <laughs> I didn't. It was too much of a stupid Shawn Michaels nonsense. Is that is, it, is that what you're talking about? That era? Yeah. The well, see, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the Hart the Bret Hart heel run, like at the end of his WWF career. That whole deal, the Hart Foundation deal. I love that stuff. And watching Steve Steve watching Steve Austin come up, you know, and become become the megastar. I was much more a fan of him as I'm watching him come up as the megastar than when he was actually the megastar, if that makes sense. Oh, totally. Yeah, because I and mean... They, I know you knocked the guy a little bit, but but you know who else was fun before he, like, became, like, the 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 wrestling... Like, he just became another wrestling guy? Fucking Ken Shamrock, before he figured out what the fuck was actually going on. He was fun. <laughs> And he's like, my way. Duplexing the referees around and shit. (laughs) Shamrock. Yeah, I don't don't know a whole lot about Ken Shamrock, and I don't think he was that great at all. (laughs) Aaron, any parting words for our listeners this week? (laughs) Well, um, (laughs) thanks for listening. Um, I hope you guys keep enjoying the show. Um, If you do like it, share it with your friends. Share it with your enemies. I don't give a fuck. Just get our name out there. And... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Keep on listening. Yes. Mr. Austin? Give us, give us more questions. Any more fucking audience interaction. Yeah, we need more Archie Mitchell. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about you, but I live all the way in Dun. You guys live in Ohio, right? Yes, sir. And I live all... And where does Archie live? Jersey. Jersey? 
He's a Jersey oh, well, boy. No wonder I can smell what the arch is cooking. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's not that far away. <laughs> You're getting it off the ocean. Oh, yeah. The trade winds are blowing. What the arch <laughs> is cooking. Oh, I get it now. I thought it was that barge. It's just Archie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's the arch. Well, I want to encourage yeah, every St. Louis is impressive. Come see ours. <laughs> <laughs> I want to encourage everybody to follow Chad at Chad Austin Demera on Twitter and Chad's Video Vault on the Facebook. Also, join our Facebook group. And like Aaron said, tell your friends about the show. Keep sharing, keep listening, and thank you for joining us. And we'll see you next week, everybody, as we continue reliving the extreme.